Hello, this is Nuke Joss from the Nutty Bites Podcast and Beyond the Wall, and you're listening to the Melting Podcast. Mmm, what's melting? You're listening to the Melting Podcast, a writing variety show featuring a little of everything from everyone, everywhere. Happy New Year. Oh, oh wait. You are so off. We already did that. Yeah, that was like a month and a half ago. I'm sorry. Time does not exist to someone with small children. <laughs> yeah. Or if it does, it's all, you know, five in the morning, right? Don't remind me. <laughs> You're going to make me too sad to actually do this episode. How about I remind you of why you had children in the first place? Because I married someone I wanted to have children with? Yeah. Because you love him. Yeah, you love him. I do love him. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are. Who the hell are we? Um, I am someone in love. Okay. Yeah, that's my my initial. My last initial, my last name. Because I took the name of the guy I loved and that I married. Hi, I'm your grill mistress, Erin Kazmark. I'm your head chef, AF Grappin, and this is episode 75 of the Melting Podcast. Holy crap, Erin. Valentine's Day. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, that was yesterday. I get it. That was yesterday. I get it. It was yesterday already. I get it. The whole love thing. Yeah. That you were leading me into. Yeah. Yeah, you you were leading up to that. I was. This is all about love. Yeah, this is this is actually our Valentine's Day episode. Don't care that it's a day late, it is pretty much every year. I I I I love you too, Gus. Sure. It's different. Yeah, I love my best friend. You're different. <laughs> it's a good difference. But we have some different materials for you because, you know, we are focusing on, you know, Valentine's love. Day and love. So we've got two segments for you for this episode, and um, I think you're going to enjoy them. Let's start off with the main ingredient story. Okay. Yeah. And this is by a great friend of the podcast, uh, Doc Blue Went. Doc Blue. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just, we're just going to let this one speak for itself, guys. Except you speak for it because you did the... Hush. Okay. Bon appétit! Date Night at the Ostinato Cafe by David Blue Went. I think... The couple who are about to get engaged are my favorite. They are so easy to recognize. He's distracted and nervous-looking. She knows something is up, but doesn't quite know what. And neither has eyes for anyone or anything else in the cafe, except each other. The serving staff have a love-hate relationship with this couple. The server who gets stuck with them at their table is frustrated. They are going to take too long to choose, too long to eat, and too long to pay. But all of the other servers love the romance of the moment, as long as it is not happening at their table. It's Valentine's Day at the Ostinato Cafe, a special night for all involved. We have diners on their first dates, newlyweds, lovebirds who are here for the final time together, and every age in between. 
They always come to the ostinato on this night. It is or will become a very important time and place for all of them. The couple on their first date sit at the bar. The wait staff has divided the length of the counter into three dining stations, leaving at least two stools between each pair of place settings to give the illusion of privacy, if not the reality of it. The first-timers are beautiful in a way only the young can be. He is carefully coiffed, his goatee stylishly trimmed, and wearing a sport coat reserved for only important occasions, like family weddings or funerals. She's wearing a little too much makeup, and her dress is a little too tight, but that seems to be the prerogative of youth. She need not have bothered. He has already decided she is the most beautiful person he's ever seen, though it will be a long time before he says those words out loud. Not too long, but dangerously close to too long. By contrast, in the dining room sits a couple who have grown comfortable with each other. They've made it through storms of life and marriage and are still together, though the exact reasons why are a bit hazy at this point in their lives. Technically, the shirt he is wearing is a dress shirt, though the pattern is casual and it shows sign of regular wear and tear. His hair and beard are a bit too long and definitely unkempt. She made a little more effort, but not much more. I enjoy watching them exchange gifts. Her gifts to him are thoughtful, but fresh from the bookstore. He glances at them and sets them aside, unwilling or perhaps unable to express the pleasure the books bring him. His gifts are cleverly wrapped and carry with them echoes of happier times, but hold little interest for the woman he is currently married to. Before the night is over, they will tell the couple at a nearby table that they've been coming here for years, but on the drive home, neither will quite realize why. At the end of the bar, opposite the couple on their first date, a silver-haired man sits alone. The staff thoughtfully did not set a second place, but they did leave him a rose. He will leave the flower at his wife's gravesite when he visits it in the morning. It's been a long time since he bought new clothes, but he has on his best suit and did the best job trimming his beard that his shaking hands would allow. The door chimes a late arrival. He turns to look reflexively, his face brightening for a moment, and then dimming as he realizes that his date won't be coming. This will be his last visit to the Ostinato Cafe, though I don't think he knows that yet. He does know that he's lost track of how many times he came here with her. I could probably count, but it seems disrespectful somehow. I notice that he gets a different set of courses than everyone else. All his favorites from past visits. They know it's his last visit as well, and have gone out of their way to make it special for him. Two longer tables are set up in the main dining room. Normally, they would be used for family-style service. But tonight, three couples sit at each, staggered both for comfort and privacy. At the table furthest from the door, the urban professionals sit. Good jobs, fashionable clothes, and beautiful in all the ways money can buy. In many ways, they are at the high point in their lives, 
They can buy whatever they want, travel wherever they want, largely do whatever they want. But I feel bad for them. They are here together, but neither is really here. They are going through the motions, but their minds are elsewhere. Things are going to get bad for them for a bit. They are each going to have to decide what is most important to them. At the other table sit the young parents. They haven't been out together alone for months. Try as they might, they can't turn their conversation away from their baby. This bothers each of them, just a little, but they figure it's something all new parents go through. They will find each other again. It's just a matter of time. He talks with his hands, but the lack of sleep makes him clumsy. Her freshly poured glass of wine is knocked over, soaking her. Fortunately, the staff is prepared for just such an occasion. Two of the female servers rush over and escort the new mother to the back. Before the next course is served, the damage has been repaired, and the young woman returns, smiling, to her verbosely apologizing husband. The connection between them is restored just a little and they will laugh about that wine glass for years to come. The elderly couple sit closest to the live musicians. They are beautiful in all the ways that only time and experience can bring. Much like the couple who are about to get engaged, they only have eyes for each other. They are unfailingly polite and warm to the staff, treating them like old friends but no one at Ostinato has any delusions about why this couple is here. They are celebrating the special gift of love that life has given them, a celebration that takes place every day and everywhere for them at this point in their lives. They know they don't have much time left together and are grateful for every moment they have. The couple on the other side of some of the worst that marriage can offer are sitting at the table by the window, giving it one last try. They both want it to work. They are both sincerely sorry for the damage they've done to the other. In many ways, they are more clumsy and awkward around each other than the couple on their first date. He's grown out a full beard because he knows she prefers it. She's been dieting and working out to fit into the dress he bought her before... before things went badly. The manager keeps a careful eye on them, making sure they have enough wine but not too much and letting their server know to comp the extra drinks. The couple will be okay after tonight. They've got a long path ahead of them, but they've gotten past the worst. The widower at the bar looks over them all and calls the manager over. He's been saving for this night for a long time. Their bills. All their bills. I will pay for them. He hands over a thick bundle of hundreds. He's been calculating this bill for decades, ever since an old man paid for their dinner on their first Valentine's. The manager tries to give the money back. It's too much, he protests. Keep the change, old friend. I don't know how you arranged for every Valentine's dinner to be held on this night, but it is worth every penny and more. He put his hand over the manager's and gazed out over the faces of his beloved at all the stages of their life together. Every penny. 
Yeah. Yeah. Tearjerker. But in a in the best kind of way. It's the happy tears, mm-hmm. the oh yes mm-hmm. kind of tears. Yeah. So we do want to thank uh, Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for the music once again. Thank you. Great music. Love it. Um, I need some tissues. Okay. Just that, just that, you know, that story tugged my heartstrings. And I need tissues. Are you going to wipe your heart? I need the tissues to clean up the blood. That's where I was going with this. (laughs) So while I take care of this, here, have a promo. You bleeding heart. Hi, can I help you? We're looking for a van. Any special features? Child locks. Don't want to lose anyone. No windows. Privacy. No carpet or seats. Easy to hose out. Roomy. There's going to be a lot of moving around in there. Um, what is this van going to be used for? Like everyone else, we're doing a podcast. I'm Jennifer Sandwich. I'm Lisa Sweatshirt. And I am Acadia Einstein. We're the host of Yikes! Murder and Stuff. A not-safe-for-work podcast where every week we'll bring you stories of true murder, international crimes, and abnormal psychology. If that sounds like something you're into, then put your headphones on and hop in our nondescript windowless van and come see the puppies. Yikes, murderandstuff.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so that was gross. <laughs> yeah. not, not, not the promo. I liked that part. Yeah, but all that lovely the- O positive has been cleaned up now. Oh, I'm so negative. Oh, negative. I get it. You get it? Yeah, we know each other's blood types. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's it's true love, friend love, to know each other's blood types. Yeah. <laughs> and to know that she can donate to me, but I can't donate to her. Nope, you can't save me, but I can save you. Uh-huh. That's not a metaphor for our friendship. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm such a mom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough about her blood types. <laughs> Hey, you're the one who had the bleeding heart situation over there. It, it, look, it's a it's a glandular problem, okay? <laughs> Which gland? My heart gland. Okay, moving on. So we have another segment for you guys. You know, we had the wonderful main ingredient story that just caused a bleeding heart. Um, and we have something that hopefully will not do that. I think all three of my spleens are inflamed right now. You aren't allowed to say words. Okay. That was a word. Oh. You're not feeling the love, are you? No, ma'am. Okay, more love. I'll hug you later. Okay. Watch so, out for my spleens. Oh. Wow. Okay, then. So our next segment is something, uh, well, something very enjoyable. We'll put it that way. It also has three spleens. No, it has three things. Oh. Three things. Um, We wanted to play around with, you know, love. And what is something you tend to do? Do when you're in love, the stereotypical writing of poetry. Oh, I was going somewhere completely different that wasn't appropriate for this podcast. Yeah, it's a good thing I stopped you. Mm -hmm. So poems, love poems, sonnets, that sort of thing. What happens when you process them? (laughs) Yeah, we we did some processed food, guys. So um, just just have fun with this, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh. That smells very processed. It's water! <laughs> processed by Aaron. Yeah. It's just water, guys. <laughs> so. I hate you. Who's up, who's up for a processed food segment? Our listeners. Our listeners are. We have those. I knew right? this one. I knew that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So I understood that reference. So processed foods are when we take known like monologues and speeches and stuff like that. Literature. Literature. And put them through several layers of Google Translate and then spit out something else that is... Usually does not resemble the original it, at all. It's like putting it through a funhouse mirror. And no, it's like putting it through five funhouse mirrors. <laughs> yeah. It's a third-party marketplace substitute. <laughs> it's not even the generic brand. <laughs> it's like what you find at the dollar store. It's like the Korean dollar store. Oh. It's like cheese whiz, but all of it's misspelled and whiz is in quotation marks. <laughs> and so is cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so this being our Valentine's Day episode, even though it's a day late, we are going to be translating some love poems. Well known love poems. Yeah. So we each have one to do. Who would like to go first? We've translated these for each other, by the way. For, for the record, I'm pointing at Theo. Okay, so Theo. I have right here the original <laughs> poem, and then we'll go with the uh, translated version. So feel free to read that, good sir. Huzzah! Oh, he's in character. A Red Red Rose by Robert Burns. 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 <laughs> oh, my love. <laughs> it's like a red, red rose. This is, even the this original. is the original. <laughs> That's newly sprung in June. Oh, my love is like the melody that's sweetly played in tune. So, he really is in character. So fair art thou, my bonny lass. So deep in love I am, or am I, excuse me. And I love thee still, my dear, till all the seas gang dry. Till all the seas gang dry, my dear, and the rocks melt with the sun. I will love thee still, my dear, while the sands of life still run, shall run. Excuse me. And fare thee will, <laughs> my only love, and fare thee will a while. <laughs> and I will come again, my love, though it were ten thousand mile. So that was the original. That's the original, and it's already cracking him up. Now, we tra I translated this for him through, like, six languages, I think. Yes, allow me to read them. Dutch, Arabic, Swahili, Welsh, Armenian, Corsican, Latvian, English. Have fun. Yeah. And, yeah. Red Red Rose <laughs> by Robert Byrne. There's no S on that one. <laughs> Apparently that was translated as well. Luffy Rose as a pink rose. <laughs> Who's Luffy? <laughs> it's new in June. Music is my love. It's not a game. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're too cute, Bonnie Love. Who's Bonnie? He is very deep. Who's he? I refuse, beloveds. Even the ladies' zone will be. Oh. That was in quotation marks. Yes, it was. <laughs> Sicily waste, dear. <laughs> and the stones fell into the ground. They still love you, beloved ones, when children are out of their lives. <laughs> Bye, kids. And I want to hurry. Try it for a while. <laughs> When I returned, he laughed at me. It's almost ten miles. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's the one I made for So, I, I think the guy forgot who he was talking to, and I also think he just came out as bi. <laughs> so, we have Luffy, we have Bonnie, we have he. <laughs> Maybe Bonnie was the E. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, do we, do I want to go next? Yes. Or, 
Okay. Okay, so Theo has the one he translated for me. This is going to be interesting. It's not as um, colorful. It's fine. This is... How much do I love thee? Sonnet 43. This is the original. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight. For the ends of being and ideal grace. I hate sonnets. I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need, by sun and candlelight. I love thee freely as men strive for right. I love thee purely as they turn from praise. I love thee with the passion put to use in my old griefs and with my childhood's faith. I love thee with the love I seemed to lose with my lost saints. I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life. And if God choose, I shall but love thee better after death. You only don't like them because you can't write them. Yeah, I don't like sonnets. So this one was translated by Theo through Hebrew, Arabic, Romanian, Scots, Gaelic, Japanese, and then to English. Oh, dear. How can I make you love? <laughs> Please tell me how. <laughs> I love you with depth, width, and height. <laughs> My soul can come. I feel unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> Please do your best until the very end. <laughs> get you up every day whoa <laughs> didn't need to know that about you Gus this should be the most peaceful when there is a sun and light candles <laughs> I love you freely people are turning to the right <laughs> it's a military parade just because I return to praise I love you I love you with passionate love <laughs> my old sorrow my religion. <laughs> well. He's <laughs> a recovering Catholic. I love you with the love that I am thinking about losing. <laughs> That's worrisome. My saint and I have lost. Oh, well, religion. I love you with your breath. Smile and tears all my life. If God is elected, <laughs> after death, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And see, that's why sonnets are so great, because they are so easy to mess up. Speaking of sonnets, I translated one for Aaron. (sighs) And you'll know this one. Yeah. It's sonnet number 18 by Shakespeare. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? I actually performed this in a literature class. Well, perform it now. Yep. Twice. Well, the second time will be a little iffy. <laughs> Luffy? <Bon> Where? <laughs> he? <laughs> bon he? <laughs> okay. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease... <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally looked down. Um, <laughs> summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines... And often is his gold complexion dimmed, and every fair from fair sometimes declines, by chance or nature's changing course untrimmed. But thy eternal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of that fair thou owest, nor shall death brag thou wanderest in his shade, when in eternal lines to time thou growest. So long as men can breathe, or eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. I love sonnets. Go for it. 
Okay. I like this next song. This uh, this was translated into Polish, then Korean, Latin, Arabic, French, and back into English. Oh my god, it's already messed up. Yeah, the title. Yeah, Sonnet 18 from Virgil. <laughs> god damn it, Virgil. How did he get in the book? How did Luffy get there? <laughs> the same means. Oh, they asked Bonnie? They called Bonnie. <laughs> they called Bonnie. They know a guy. Bonnie's an Uber driver. <laughs> Her heart needs some lift. Okay. Do not know summer? (laughs) You are more loving and moderate. (laughs) Gross wind shaking buds of May love. Whoa. The summer holidays are very short. (laughs) Some blue eyes are illuminated, but now faces pale gold. Exposure now limits all events. (laughs) He may be disposed to change the course of nature, but in summer, do not go. We'll have eternal life. It's not fair to lose it. (laughs) Death is proud in the shadows. We will give you eternal spring. Everyone can breathe. (laughs) I cannot see my eyes. (laughs) Okay, he's got a little eye. Life is very long. It gives life. (laughs) The end. It gives, and it gives, and it just keeps on giving. It is not fair to take it away. I cannot see my eyes. I cannot see my eyes. It sounds like you're freaking out there. No. Right. Skin, Wouldn't you be freaking out? I would Do not know, Summer. <laughs> I love with love. I love with love. No. Uh, he loves with Luffy and Bonnie. <laughs> so that's that's what we had prepared for this. We each did a poem. Mm-hmm. I have a surprise, guys. Oh, no. Really? Well. What are you doing to me? Well. What are you doing to me, Grappin? With these, we read the original, and then we read the translated version. How about we do it backwards? That's what she said? I have translated another love-centric text. That's scary. You saying love-centric text? That is truly frightening us. Yeah. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the translated version and see if you guys can guess what the original was. So there's something I have to clear up first. If mm-hmm. processed foods are something that we ingest, and we're doing the reverse, <laughs> how would we... Um... We're largely just throwing these up. <laughs> so Word vomit. It's word vomit! So clearly I'm not going to be reading you the title of this. How about unclearly? <laughs> this has been translated from the original English to Spanish, German, Esperanto, Japanese, Yiddish, Kurdish, and then back to English. And I will go ahead and let you know, this is a song. So this is a oh, love no. song. So guess this. So basically, name that tune. I'm not going to be singing this. Thank you. Every night, in my dream, I will see you. Got it. I like to myself. <laughs> That's why I know where you are there, far, far, and among us. You have stated that you are still alive. <laughs> I think. I'm oh, sorry. Wherever you are, close or far, I think the idea is still. Open it again. <laughs> And you are in my heart, and my heart will remain. This can always be sent to us. I will stay for my life. <laughs> and you'll go as long as we go. While I loved you, while I'm looking for him. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sensing complications. <laughs> always go forever in our lives. Looking for Bonnie. <laughs> you are everywhere, close or far. I think it's an idea. <laughs> Open again. <laughs> And you are in my heart, and my heart will remain. You are here. You are not afraid. And I know that the heart is the last. We will always remain. 
you are sure in the heart. My heart will continue. <laughs> do you know what it is, Theo? Yes. What do you think it is? My heart will go on. This was my heart will be available for Celine Dion. (laughs) (laughs) For display or sale? (laughs) But yeah, so... Private collector. (laughs) I had it in the second line. Yeah, I knew that those first couple lines didn't translate very difficultly. I was like, well, that's... Yeah. But But it's it's actually good for the first one we do of that to be a little easier. Open again. Open again. (laughs) And open it like three times. <laughs> Theo's miming opening a book and then just being confused. But, like really confused. But yeah, so that was very love centric. I think that was a lot of fun. I don't know that I'm feeling love. <laughs> I'm, feeling I'm, I'm, I'm a little scared and I'm waiting for Luffy to show up. Does indigestion count as love? While I'm with you. When I'm we've been married for, for nearly 10 years, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I'm sorry. I think we may do this reverse one again sometime. I that like was, that, that, yeah. That was yes, fun. That was... Okay, so. Send your suggestions for anything you want us to translate badly. Because um, it's... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not either. This is great. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I I can't. I feel the love. I, I don't. I feel the love in all four of my ventricles. Who's Bonnie? <laughs> Who's Luffy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Luffy. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, it's in the past. Let it go. So these these processed food segments and some of the other segments we do, like the mystery meals, short order cook. Um, God, just pretty much. Yeah, we have so many segments that are open to suggestions from you guys. Suggestions, input, actual mm-hmm. submission, as in the mystery meals. Right. Uh, yeah. So please go to our Facebook group, join it, interact with us, let us know what you want to hear, throw us suggestions for things that we can process. And then when we do what you suggest, share it with your friends. Yeah. Share the episode. Say, you hear these idiots doing this? They're doing it because I told them to. It was my suggestion. It's it's your fault, basically. (laughs) So it's your fault. Sorry, musical theater takes over sometimes. Yeah. That's a... We're, We're not going into Sondheim. No, that is not love. Sondheim is not love. That's far from love. <laughs> Sondheim hates sopranos. No, Sondheim hates altos. Sondheim just doesn't like people who can sing because nope. he just tortures them. But that's beside the point. Remember, feel the love in all three of your spleens. And all four ventricles. Oh. I've got some strange anatomy. I just keep collecting organs from people. You know, other things that I can collect from people are words. Like, yeah, like, words, like, right. like our uh, Stoke the Fire stories. You scare me. Or our main ingredient stories, which you can, you know, send to us, which Why is Why am I great. still here with you? It's, beca- it's just in case you need an extra ventricle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Except you can't donate to me. I thought we'd established this. <laughs> so you guys can donate your words to us. I'm so confused. <laughs> me too, but it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're feeling the love. Yeah. I'm feeling something. Whiskey? No, that's you. Right. Anyway, uh, feel free to go to our uh, website, themeltingpodcast.com, and you can check out our current open prompts for Stoke the Fire Stories, which are stories up to 1,500 words. Our current open prompts are prompt number 18. You are informed via phone that your significant other has been in an accident. They are standing right next to you. And prompt number 19. You have two left feet. Along with your right one. So you can send us submissions based on those prompts, or 
a story up to 5,000 words on whatever topic you like. No erotica, please. We try to keep this suitable for work. Um, if you're not of the wordly or writerly bent, there are other ways that you can help us out. You can go to iTunes and throw stars at us. You don't; Those don't cost you a thing. All the stars. Yeah, seriously. And reviews. It increases our visibility. It really does. Um, I believe you can also do that on Podbean and a couple other like podcatchers where we do appear in searches. Or, you know, just sharing it on your Facebook, Twitter, mm. or whatever. Yeah, that helps us so much, guys. We've actually gotten a small influx of new viewers and also new submissions, which we needed Yay, pretty badly. thank you. Yes, so thank you so much for what you've already done. Keep doing it. We need, you know, all this content. Short order cooks, we haven't done one of those in forever. And we can't do those without you guys. So all you need to do for a short order cook is send an email to themeltingpodcast at gmail.com with the subject line short order cook and then the name of whichever host you want to do. That'd be Gus, Aaron, or Theo. Mm -hmm. In the body of the email, write a one to two sentence prompt for a story. And we will make one up off the cuff, you know, on the show. So we need those from you. We, we, I want to do more of those. They're so much fun. It was funny listening to Theo do that one. Yeah, Theo's really good at that. It's scary. <laughs> um, now ways that you can throw say you know money at us um there's our, our patreon. patreon yeah which is patreon.com slash the melting podcast yes and by becoming a patron as little as one dollar an episode will get you access to our yearly patreon backer only episodes so you get extra content right off the bat and they're really good episodes guys i like to think so, so well it's because you wrote the stories we used in the um, episodes sometimes drop a few days early, so you can get early access to content, mm -hmm. plus physical swag like bumper stickers, keychains, t-shirts, and uh, like Button pins buttons and, mm -hmm. and non-physical swag like shout-outs on the show, potentially a, a title as a member of the crew. A recording from us sent to you saying, mm -hmm. you know, whatever you want us to say. Yeah. You want me to sing you a song? Become a patron. Yeah. We'll do it. I mean, it's all for you. We want you to have these things. If you want somebody to sing a song, probably Theo's your best bet. He's the best singer. I would be second. We don't talk about Gus. Gus, Gus does better in duets. So if you want Gus to sing, make it a duet. Yeah. Um, you can also go to our swag shop, which is shop.spreadshirt.com slash themeltingpodcast. It's a long URL, but it's in the liner notes for this and every episode. So you can just go there. And But there you can buy an apron that says Word Chef, mm -hmm. t-shirts with our faces on them, mugs. buttons, mugs, all kinds of other fun stuff. And my art is really cute, you guys. The art is really cute. And shoot, if you're an artist... Make some fan art. <laughs> Send us art. We'll put it on our website. Yeah. We'll we, share it on our social media. And that way we can put you out there more, mm -hmm. get you more exposure. Yeah. And and we know the whole I'm going to die mm -hmm. of exposure. We get that. Yeah. But we want to be a paying market and we're really getting close thanks we to are. our Patreon. So that kind of comes full circle there. Yeah. But that's enough of plugging all that. They have, you know, love things to get back to, even though it's love, a day love, 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 Even though it's a day after Valentine's Day. Oh, it's day. National Chocolate Goes on Sale Day. Yeah. Go buy some chocolate, go buy, guys. Go buy it's some cheap chocolate. right now. And, um, you know, send us stuff. Maybe not the chocolate. Send us stuff. And we'll use it to feed the masses. You know, maybe the chocolate would be a good idea. I know, right? Thank you for listening to The Melting Podcast. You can check out our website with submission guidelines and current prompts at themeltingpodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Melting Podcast 
or you could email us. TheMeltingPodcast at gmail.com. The Melting Podcast is released under a Creative Commons, attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license, which means you're free to copy it and share it as long as you don't change it, don't sell it, and always link back to the website. Sound effects are by the Free Sound Project. And our theme is by Drew Rich Creek. Send us stuff. <laughs>